Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Alt Gaming Community Podcast for the 11th of June 2020. This is podcast number 30. And I am joined tonight by my co hosts, Hat and Ian. How are you doing, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. Good evening, yep. Not bad at all. And we're also joined uh, for reasons to do with talking about Destiny and just because he's a lovely guy, uh, Dusty J, aka Jimmy Little Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Didn't expect that intro. <laughs> uh, so tonight we have got. And it might not be night time when you're listening, but it's night right now. Uh, we're recording around 7 o'clock. So, yeah, we're talking about a few little bits and pieces to begin with, some little light news articles, and then we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into Destiny 2 and its latest uh, expansion that's coming out and some of its future plans where, you know, they've highlighted what they're doing long-term and uh, a little bit of news about Ubisoft and what they've been up to with Trackmania. But um, before we get into any of that... I think it's time for a little round robin, see what people have been playing. Because, you know, it's been a few weeks and things might have changed. So, Hat, what, what's been on your, like, you know, quick launch? What have you been doing? I have been playing pretty much nothing but uh, Star Citizen. <laughs> Just... okay. Victor's week came out where there was a free fly week and there were, like, you download the game for free and try loads of different ships and that kind of got us back in on it. And it's the state it's now, it's a buggy mess and it's been frustrating <laughs> but at the same time it's been some of the most enjoyable times I've had playing any game so it, apart from the bugs it's in a pretty solid place right now gameplay wise it feels like a game and not like a tech demo which it has for the past like, many many of years, years. Yeah. yeah okay yeah I mean it's one of those games where you're just so excited for it but I'm just waiting waiting for it to be you know, able to be played properly, I suppose. We've got a few more lads, guys. Uh, Big Andy, who's joined the Discord recently, and Otto have both jumped on it, and they seem to be playing that a lot and enjoying it. Andy's already upgraded uh, his ship from one of the default ones to the Cutlass Black, so... Oh! Like, in, less, in less than a week, he decided to pay a bit more and get one of the, the higher ships to start. So, he's just absolutely in love with the game. <laughs> Just completely hooked him. I I saw that you've got some um, interland, you know, little tournament type thing arranged this weekend. Yes, we do. Uh, so there's about I think we're over ten people now, and there is a there is a ship that's on uh, loan to any of the people who subscribe to the game. It's pretty much just you subscribe, give the bit more fund into the game, and in return you usually get like. Some, a little, some little monthly cosmetics and a, sh a ship to try out this month. It's the Carrick, which is a big ship that's just been added in. It's multi-crew. It requires about five people to actually use it properly. And it's the closest thing we have right now to a capital ship. Right, okay. So so we've got Chung, who is a subscriber, and Ducado, who is a subscriber. So currently we've got two Carricks. So we thought, eh, why not have a bit of fun this weekend... We'll, go, we'll all meet up at one point, we'll have the two people who own the ships as team captains, and they'll go and they'll choose their team, so we'll split it evenly, board the Carracks, jump somewhere that the law won't actually interfere, and we won't get crime stats for actually shooting innocent people. Um, and just, you know, record ourselves just lacing into each other in these two <laughs> capital ships, essentially. 
Excellent. Yeah. Like two galleons at sea. Pretty much. Yeah. Except we'll pro- probably crash into each other at some point. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as not as accurate. Ian, why have you been well, playing? Well, uh, likewise with Hart, I might have jumped back into Star Citizen. Um, I okay. I've played it more in the last more in the last two weeks than I have in the last two years. Um, well, that's testament to the state of the game at the moment, mm-hmm. then, isn't it? Really? Yeah, um, it's it it's playable, and you can have fun playing it. Except, as as Hart mentioned, it's got some stability issues with um, random server crashes, some pretty pretty. I wouldn't say serious bugs, but bugs that make you unable to play. So you've got to, you've got to go into your account settings on the website and reset your character, so that you can then actually play the game again. One I've found that I've got today is that I can't retrieve any of my ships, um, so I've had to reset my character because there's a bug in the game at the minute where it duplicates your ship on the retrieval screen. So if you if you die or you explode or you leave your ship somewhere, it doesn't properly store and retrieve it. Um, but other than that, it's yeah, it has been a lot of fun. The, the a few nights ago, when uh, it was me and the Hat and Chung were on the run from the law, we each had max crime stats, and there was massive bounties on our heads. So we had to go hack a security station to get into the um, like security systems in the game to clear those crime stats, so we no longer had bounties. Yep. Um. Only only Chung succeeded in doing that before, um, an enormous elite SWAT team of other players turned up and just. They just annihilated us. Uh, <laughs> like we, we were just crouching in cupboards in the corner, trying not to die. And we saw Chung, like heard Chung scream and saw the laser fire, and then him just fall to the floor at the other end of this room. And me and Andrew was like, "Oh no!" And then that was that. Wake up in prison. They so... did. They did uh, land in the big Carrick. Yes, so that they, thing they, just rocked yeah. up at this little station, just un- just ramp came down on one of the landing pads, and like a squad of four just rocked out and just <laughs> went in and cleared them out. Yeah. So, but, but, but that was still pretty fun. I mean, we got we got pretty well seen to, um, but it wasn't it wasn't particularly bad. It was it was part of the game, and it was a fun bit to experience. I'd not done that side of it before. I've not been to the uh, been to the prison before, um, so it was quite it was quite good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Other than Star Citizen as well, I've been playing a lot of Civ Six. Um, yeah, with, with you and Char had some good games. Yeah, I do. I think we spent an entire week playing it at one point, didn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so pr- pretty much the entire. I got something like 40, 50 hours in it over the course of <laughs> under seven days. So, yeah. Should have been working. Sat playing save. The uh, the whole kind of like <laughs> way that Star Citizen plays as a game um, at the moment, at least anyway. Um, does it give you guys both hat Andy and I suppose this question? Does it give you both kind of like? Uh, does it whet your at- appetite and get you excited for what it will become? Oh, definitely. It, yeah. yeah. As a if, um... as a person who's planning. To be a criminal, I have already spent a lot of time in prison, and uh, prison can no longer <laughs> hold me. They put me in prison. Five minutes later, I'm out of prison because I have mastered the escape route. That's not uh, even a joke either. He has <laughs> full on, full on mastered the escape route out of this prison. Um, so I've not even tried yet. I wanted to see what prison life was like, and you, you get a sentence, and your sentence is, is hours. So if you get sent to prison, depending on the severity of your crimes, I had a ten-hour prison sentence, for example. That was it. All I could do was run around in prison for ten you hours. You can't work that off in the mines. 
Or you can yes. be like me and just run so, out so, and go, hey, come pick me up, I'm dying on this planet because I ran away from prison. Yeah, or you go work down the mines and um, every every chunk of valuable minerals that you return to to the authorities, you can essentially buy your way out and reduce your sentence. So it's quite, it's quite interesting. Every can... time I hear a story about these sort of mechanics, it makes me think that this game's all going to be about who you play with. It's all oh, going to abso- be about absolutely. your community like, and you, friends. You, you, oh, yeah. like, I, I know these, these sort of games, um, like I did it in Elite Dangerous, I was just you know, a humble merchant, I was just a trader. I made, I made lots of money doing it that way. Um, but because I'm going to be playing with Hat, I know damn well I'm going to end up being a fence <laughs> or a smuggler. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's how I'm going to have to play the game. I still want to do the merchanty trade thing, but I've got to do the criminal activity on the side so that Hat can fence his stolen goods. So. <laughs> Pretty much. So, w- earn yourself out of prison is quite easy. Um, sort of, you're talking about like the cheapest like ore you can get. You hand in like one rock worth of st- uh, ore, and you've locked like twenty minutes off. You get one of the valuable rocks. You've knocked like an hour and a half off. So yeah. even though it's right, in okay. for hours, you can very easily just like go out if you get lucky, get all the rocks, and in one load like all the uh, high value rocks and in one sort of mining session just earn yourself out of prison even though you've murdered several hundreds of people yeah we we committed quite a lot of atrocities (laughs) the biggest complaint I've got right now is bounty hunters who pick up your bounty get a quest marker to reflect to where you are but it never leaves you so they've essentially got like can always see where you are and it makes yeah. it very hard to survive as a criminal because a lot you get of the time, a GPS wall hack. Yeah, you, essentially, it's yeah a wall hack. Like you leave prison, and there'll be like three or four different players just waiting for you to leave the armor zone, so they can just open fire and light you up. So that needs a little change to make it a bit easier to kind. Of, not a lot easier, just give them a bit more of restriction. Don't so it's not as easy for them just to see where every criminal is on the server. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all going to be part of the fine tuning as the game. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, I get that. They've already said it's a stopgap um, for what they actually want to put in, so it's just waiting for that feature to come in. But it is still enjoyable to be a pirate. I've been a, so. I've been a, at max crime stat for the past few days, so I have a very big bounty on my head and attract many of the bounty hunters in the server. I, I am a pirate. If you are going to yeah. start playing, just don't go anywhere near Hat, and you should be all right. Yeah, no, yeah. I've got yeah. the game. I've got lots of bits, but I just I'm waiting a bit longer. I said I always bought the game, and he's already said I'm not doing missions with you because last time I ended up in I came and joined you, and I ended up in prison. <laughs> so he's just like I just want to be a humble merchant man. I want to be lawful. I'm not going to play with the pirate gang. <laughs> How about you, Jay, aka Jimmy Little Jimmy? What have you been? Uh, what have you been playing? So uh, at the moment, my biggest games at the moment are actually Destiny Two. I got back into that with the release of Trials a few months ago, and been playing a lot of that, a lot of Destiny. It's just it had a lot of dried up content this time. So the for the before the new release, which happened a few days ago, the content was quite dry, and the only thing good was PvP. So a lot of the PvE players lost out on that. But for me, it was brilliant because I'm a big fan of PvP games and always have been. So for me, it was brilliant to play against some of the sweatiest people in the world and go on par with them. So we, uh, 
but the only problem with that is it's not dedicated servers so we had a lot of hackers alongside that but the fun was there it had a lot of fun in it um, but I've been playing a lot of that. I actually got back into Warframe again. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of that on the side. Oh yeah. Dabbling in that. Yeah, the new expansion has been out not long ago. Um, so I've been. Warframe, you rocking? Towards. Uh, at the moment, I am still with my Wisp, my baby Wisp. She is oh, absolutely she is amazing, good. and she's still, still really good. For especially for characters who or people who have only recently got back into it and who are missing a lot of the good mods, she's still a strong, strong Warframe, and she's very supportive as well. She can help buff other characters, so that's another good one. And CSGO, that's the third game. I've been playing all three of these games quite frequently recently. I've been playing some CS with you. That's been my, Ah, you have? Yes, we've been playing my a little recent, group. My recent, kind of like there. main go-to. As well, my gaming, premium gaming hours, which are like, you know, 8 till midnight or whatever, you know, has been CSGO. Been, we've been playing a lot of that, and it's it's been doing good. We've been actually doing quite good as a team. We've slowly started rising up the ranks from silver up into... Well, well, Gold AK was the highest peak we've all got so far, and we're still going. So I'm st I'm still gold over three. But oh, well, I'm I got on my gold AK up. for two yeah. matches, and then I'm on my way. <laughs> on my way. <laughs> two matches for the AK, but I I will take that in my stride as a, an achievement, especially in the condition. So is that's if that's, I could get MGE, my... that would be my goal. I think that'd be quite a nice place to get to. That that would be good. I would I would Master retire Guardian there to get a nice screen share. Yes, because you know. But that's a while off. I'd say that's probably a year away, at least. I've been playing Valorant as well a little bit because that got released oh, and yeah. it's free to play. So I, I, I doubled in the Valorant in the beta. I really did enjoy it actually. There wasn't a massive fun of the, the the abilities. It did take away a lot of the skill that I thought it could have had. But then that's me wanting it to be more like CS and it's trying to be a blend of well, Overwatch yeah. has always been. I felt like the guns didn't really feel satisfying to fire. And, no, and the when guns you get a do kill, feel a bit weird. They're all a bit they're soft a bit and squidgy, weird. and there's yeah. no sharp sounds coming out of them and stuff. It didn't feel. Yeah. It's very like yeah, that. It felt um, cartoonified. No, it's, it's... Yeah, I agreed. Very cartoony. I, but the, the way I've seen it is, it does. It has a different feel to CS. And it's got a less bit of the competitiveness than CS does. So I do like that. If you want to play a game like CS, but you don't want to have the competitiveness, that's probably the game to go to. So. All them games have been my go-to uh, majority of the days at the moment. I don't know. I played last night and we played five or six matches and progressively throughout the evening, as we got more and more wins under our belt, the people we were facing off against got sweatier and sweatier and sweatier. So I don't know whatever <laughs> the engine is that's you know matching us up, but it got uh, towards the end of the night where it was absolutely horrible and everybody just wanted to go to bed because it was not even fun anymore. You know, it was that kind of like yeah. evening. So I don't know if every evening that. starts out like that, or if you come back the next day and you start from where you left off. I don't know. But um, yeah, it was the first game we went like thirteen and zero, and then it got worse and worse and worse. Mm. The so. games we've I've played have been quite mixed. So the first, I think, two or three games we played, it was a domination from our team. Then we played against another team, and our team couldn't get no kills. There was only a couple of us even killing anyone. So Did you have Viking on your team. Uh, no, I actually played with uh, Missy's Because he gets no Missy's kills group. in Valorant. I've never heard. I've heard, but he doesn't get any kills in CSGO either. So no, that's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He's bought a bigger monitor to try and help him out. Maybe that'll work. It's a really cool monitor, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it looks really nice. But um, yeah, I've been playing that. Love you, well, Viking. So it's been also fun. Uh, right, let me get into the, some of the small news, we're calling it, or the little bits and pieces that have come out in the last few weeks. Um... 
so <laughs> it's time to talk about Fallout 76 again. Yes. <laughs> the, the, we can't go the back. <laughs> oh so boy, EB Games we Australia. Again. What have EB Games Australia been doing here? Uh, well, you know how there was the... Are they a the retailer lot? and an online yes. store? Are they? Yeah. Uh, they're essentially GameStop. They're like GameStop sort of okay. company in Australia. It seems that because, of course, there's a lawsuit going, investigation going on in the US about the fact that they released an intentionally buggy game with them. Yeah, they did. With the, <laughs> with the intent of just <laughs> fixing it in, like over time. Yeah, give us um, your money now and we'll fix it later, maybe. And Does every boss... game do that these days? <laughs> it shouldn't be okay, though, should it? No. It, it should be no. There's a lot but of AAA games set to do it. So they're like, hey, here's a full release. And everyone goes, yeah, but it's broken. And they go, well, you better wait a year or two and then we might fix it. That's a lot what of was that one that was though. supposed to be competing with Destiny? And it was Anthem. terrible. <laughs> Anthem. Fuck me. Yeah. Anthem, I mean, yeah. Really. God, I forgot that existed. Anthem. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. how bad it became. I remember it seeing nothing, it at E3. And I was like, that seems interesting. The whole fly and shooting, like, Iron Man suit oh, thing God, yeah. could be very, very fun, if done right. And then it came out, and it was like... Oh, it's yeah. terrible. I, I, was, I, was, uh, I was right to kind of be sceptical of whether they could take this interesting idea and make it fun. And but that yeah. hand-to-hand combat one from um, Ubisoft. That was half-baked as hand-to-hand well, Hand-to-hand really. combat? Which one? You know, where there was a lot of stuff to do with uh, fighting with swords or shields and swords. For, for Honor, was it? For Honor, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember when for I mean, that was supposed out. to be amazing, and that was, you know, pretty shit, really. It wasn't a full game three in any years, way. Three yeah. or four years down the line now, it's only recently became good. good. Uh, yeah. But I played it on day of release, and it was bad. So like, did I. You would hit someone, and they would look at you, and nothing would happen, and then all of a sudden, they die after killing you. But they would have walked off and then just died. Like the hit registration was bad. There was a lot of flaws in that game. Even just the, the scenery itself was a disgrace. But the, the, these things happen over and over again. And as soon yeah, as, at least, if maybe if Fallout seventy six are held to account as an example, it, yeah. it will stop happening in the future. Because like, it's, it's always the tri- big AAA companies that have all this money behind them release the most buggy, unfinished games, and then just like slowly fix it over years. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. It's, it's how they do it. But then their 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 argument is they're they're going to supply and demand. Like it's people have been begging and begging. And begging. I mean, it's not. It comes, a bad to, point, it comes to state. No matter how many people beg for a game, don't yeah, release they, it if it's broken they, because then they, they will the not ex- be interested in the game. Pe- yeah. People are still pay. If people are still paying for it, companies will still turn out shit. Oh yeah. They say they use art games of a, as a service to release like buggy unfinished shit. When really games of a service can be done really well, and there is a few, there is games that have used that and done really well with it, but they all on all the ones that did well launched with a solid product and then built on it. They didn't release some half finished garbage and then just turn it into something decent over four you years. You have to give. I know that we've ragged on Nintendo in the past couple of podcasts, mm. but over the years, generally, they just have never done that, have they? As well as no. a company, no. Fair to be fair to them. They do finish their games before they release them. Normally. That's true. They do. Um, they test them a lot as well, make sure they're as best they can. But well, I think Nintendo really is... hasn't had a stand-in for a long time. Let's be honest. Like the most recent game that I can think of, Nintendo's done, uh, or even been a part of, is Animal Crossing. That's probably the biggest game they've got right mm. now. Like, let's be honest here. A lot of the other games they play or they use or do 
hasn't really taken off since, well, 15, 20 years ago. True. I don't know if we... I mean, I think you're forgetting how massive though. Breath of the Wild was. That's yeah, true. Huge, yeah. huge. And Mario, great game. Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8. I mean, when the Switch launched, what was it, two or three years ago, these the big, solid Nintendo titles that came out with it, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart, Mario Odyssey, they were huge. Yeah. Um, and then that's Breath of the Wild is genuinely a really fun game. I only have one single gripe with it, but it's. I, I think if if we're if we're going to compliment Nintendo, we've got to compliment them on the um, on the way they have they've handled the Switch. Maybe not so much the online store, which is full of utter dross. But... <laughs> yeah, sure. And the way that but, they yeah. lock their it's a cartel <laughs> on pricing for their games as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it, abs- it cost a... an absolute fortune. So they did have... Well, they kind of are doing a game-as-a-service thing with what the new Pokemon was, where they gutted a lot of it, and now they're yeah, selling yeah. DLC and season passes and seem didn't, to be using Didn't we have that. Nightfire on to explain we all that? We did. Like, how horrendous that was. That was essentially they cut the deck... Was it the National Decks or something like that? They had all the Pokemon from previous games. Yes. And then the DLC's like, oh, here's the DLC with a few more islands, and here's the Pokemon that were cut. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they don't go down the. Uh, well, we'll get to Ubisoft and what their pra- sort of practices are a bit later, but hopefully they don't end up with, like, like yeah, the let's other try AAA and, I'll try publishers. And, I'll try and shoot through some of this quicker news then. So, Persona Four Golden mm-hmm. uh, is Golden the state of the game, or is Golden the t- part of the title? Because uh, Perso- Persona Four Golden is part of the title. Essentially, they okay. re-released Persona 4 um, I think it was like a HD or just an updated version and it had like a whole new character and a whole new character story because it's all very character driven Persona, it's an RPG it's quite a fun series but it's always been part of like Playstation, you can only get it on like the Vita or like the Playstations so it's another one where all the Playstation community are going to go like exclusives are being given away to Steam again Pretty much. I mean, let's face it. People who play console are kind of a different market to people who play PC. Like, people who play console might switch between, like, Xbox, PlayStation, but PC, it's going to take a lot for someone on PC to kind of switch over to console. I think every generation of console brings them closer to the PC community because, obviously, there's sort of a lot of cross-play happening. We'll talk about that later with Destiny as well. But, you know, with, with all games, like if I play Call of Duty, if I could play Call of Duty tonight, but I can't because there's a huge fucking download. But if I <laughs> wanted to play Call of Duty tonight, I could be playing against PlayStation and Xbox yeah. people, and that's that's the, the evolvement of that. And then that's bringing them closer to us, and then over time, then yeah. they'll stop like wasting that. their money on consoles and start building PCs. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think I, very... I agree with, with the way so they're doing guys. that. I think that's how it should be for a long time. It makes everyone play with each other and it's a bigger community than you got the xbox warriors and the pc warriors and the ps4 warriors all head and but i remember arguments in school when i was a kid of xbox is superior three because years we ago have this uh <laughs> four years ago can't be <laughs> and i remember like people going well oh, now the ps4 is better because it's free online and i was like well i'm pc because we can snap quicker like all these arguments are futile but if we all play in the same say community all these arguments become, oh, you yeah. can do this quicker on PS4, you should use us and we'll help you get this this stage quicker because of the mechanics we can use. And I think that, I think what, well, as you said, we'll get on with D2, uh, Destiny is trying to do, but 
I agree with how this whole thing. Like, a lot of games have started to do this now, and I think it should be a big outwards thing for a mm -hmm. lot, lot of games need to start taking this leap. Because it really is beneficial, because, well, Call of Duty game times, just to get into a match, are super quick, because there's yeah. so many different people right. you can connect to. And it's amazing, because I remember spending a few, you know, 10 minutes on certain games trying to connect to the multiplayer base, because there's very little in that on the PS4, say, playing it. But I've watched people play on, say, PC, and they're instantly into a community. You know, they're instantly into the game, because there's that many people playing it. And I think with, with this whole cross-platform stuff, this should really speed up a lot of problems that people have when trying to find new players and obviously you make more friends doing this because new communities new discord you end up joining help from other people help from these people and i think it's a really good idea but i hope yeah, it's, it's all they, positive. They, yeah. they've got to do a lot of balancing on it though because oh, there's yeah. going to be a lot of problems yeah like, at the early we do stages. we do have an advantage in like fps with this mouse and keyboard but mostly just 60 frames, 120 yeah. frames. Aiming, yeah. yeah, just more, like aiming with a mouse is just like it. Just it's better, <laughs> straight up better oh, than is. a controller. It's quicker. That's it is. For sure. Like when we played Call of Duty when it, when it was first released on uh, out, and we were all in our little PC lobby, we were playing against a full Xbox lobby, and we absolutely mocked them. I think they got 20 points on domination, and we won the game. Like just sheer outgunning them because we were turning quicker. We were. You know, we had better views. We could see further. The point of view was further. Like, these little things did make us overall feel. You know, it was quite cheaty. But when PS5 comes out, and hopefully they can have some more adjustments to their settings and make it easier for them, it might change the playing field or Xbox, neither new Xbox even. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer, forty thousandth ninth edition announced. It's a lot of numbers. Forty thousandth ninth edition. I can't they remember made forty thousand games, or, or just like, I'm being serious. I've never played series? Warhammer or anything to do with the series or anything. So, have they made forty thousand games? No, no, no. no. So forty thousand. It's, it, it's in the forty thousandth uh, millennium. Oh. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. So, but, but um, um, is, I, is I, it I, good news? The ninth edition is coming soon. I don't know. I, I just saw it and I thought, oh, this would be an interesting thing to see if anyone joins that then knows what We do have Warhammer, people in our but... community to play it. I know that for sure. No, they'll probably be screaming at the podcast right now, either telling us we're idiots or not. I but, think um... it's been like 12 years or something, 10, 12 years since I actually last played Warhammer. So I think oh, that's right. probably like 7th okay. edition back then. Um, maybe even 6th. Know, New but... Crusade system for campaigns. Yeah, We've had it's... rules and for flyers. New terrain and tanks, uh, an advancement of the narrative that started in the current ongoing Physic Awakening series. Yeah, these are all words I know. Physic yeah, or psychic? Uh, psychic. Oh, thank you. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I can that, read it honestly. Uh, uh, it seems they've also got the, an official army builder and rules app, which I imagine in this day and age is. Like, I don't know why they haven't done that sooner. Yeah, like, that seems like the perfect thing, um, and just it seems like they're putting new stuff in. They showed off the Necrons, they showed off Sisters of Battle, and of course they showed off the Space Marines because I mean it's Warhammer, so they have to put Space Marines in everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because um, yeah. I know I think Ian, you I think you played more recently than I do. I, well, I, than I do. I've never played like I collected the models oh, not? and I enjoyed and I enjoyed <laughs> painting them, but I've never actually played any battles with them. Um, mm. I va I'm vaguely aware of the rules. Mm. Um, 
as in you have your, you have your terrain, you have your rulers for distance and your your rolls and what have you. Um, and obviously different units have different toughness and stuff like that. But I mean, I've just picked up the um, Warhammer 40k. But I've got a I've got to call it a rule book or an intro book or something. C codex, they're called. No, no, this isn't a codex. This is a this is a big thick boy that doesn't say codex on it. Like I've got, I've got the oh, codex like the core rules. It, yeah, I think this is the core rules. Ah. Like I've got, I've got the codex tau down there. But it, this book doesn't say core rules on it anywhere. It's just a big meaty boy that says Warhammer 40k and it's got some Dark Templars on the front. Um, but I got this when I first got into it when I was 12. So we are God, talking. They had 20, Warhammer back in the in like the 1800s. 22 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ, 22 Jeez. years ago. So, we no, both 21. been out 21. for a while. Yeah, 20, 21? 21, 22 one years old. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm such an... Like, I do think yeah, that... So this, this, this book is from 1999, so there is absolutely no way it is relevant to anything. But it's no. got some lovely pictures in it. Uh, I do think that the Sisters of Battle have been, as an army, have been fairly, like, they haven't done anything with them. They've been a bit neglected in the past edition. Like the units, I've seen people talk about how the units are still all like old metal ones instead of the like resin ones, which are cheaper. It's quite they just haven't been updated. And in the trail, they did seem to focus a lot on the Sisters of Battle, fighting the Necrons. So hopefully that means for anyone who do play them or has an interest in collecting them, that they are actually finally getting that update that they've needed. So, and they are quite quite a cool faction. Just a bunch of uh, essentially just power armor nuns with flamethrowers. Yeah, I've, I've always liked the idea behind them. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're just armored nuns, aren't they? <laughs> and, like, That's what they are. Dude, so... have, have you sent Have you sent a quick yes. Google, Dave? Look up Sisters of Battle. They genuinely are just armored <laughs> nuns. Um... That's all I know about them is the cool looking armored nuns, and they use a lot of flamethrowers. <laughs> Like more these flamethrowers <laughs> and most units, I think. So. Uh, talking about old games, Factorio has got a release from early access. That game's Factorio. been out a long time. Yeah, yeah. Factorio is released <laughs> August first, and I find this. I put this in because I did find this very funny. It uh, is if funny. anyone, if you any of you have seen uh, Satisfactory, it is yes. literally first person Factorio, like first person three D Factorio instead of like the top down two D of. Factorio, and it's like, oh, Factorio's leaving around the same, like, not even a month after Satisfactory has entered early access. It's like, this is the cycle. There must always be an in-depth factory game in early access. In early access, one, yeah, yeah. never be without it. Yeah. One leaves, the other takes its place. So, looking at this article here about Factorio, it it, it was uh, a, a development that came out in 2012. Jesus. This game entered early access officially in 2016, um, and there's then maintained an overwhelming re uh, score on Steam and other places. It's a much loved game. Oh, it's an excellent um, game. You know, I've not played it, but I do want to play it. It's uh, so, it, it's it's very much just it. Just if you like, it's hard to say. If you're autistic, you'll like it. <laughs> in the, best way, in the okay. best way I can say it. Like, it is just... It's that sort of thing that's just very satisfying to play. So I went, I I went to a meeting of UK land people that run other lands. 
Yeah. And they all were talking about Victoria, and that makes a lot of sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it, 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 it is one of those games. If you like going in-depth and seeing how everything's connected and one thing builds into another, builds into another, builds into another. You played a bit of RimWorld, Dave. Yeah, I love Rim. Yeah, RimWorld's good. So, like... I also it, like, like city building as well. That's always yeah, fun. Yeah, so... Imagine City RimWorld, skylines but... and games like that. Simpsons, yeah, Simpsons so, 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 so imagine that sort of game, but you control one person running around doing all this stuff, and it's very focused on assembly lines. Like, you gather resources to build stuff, to build more stuff, to build more stuff, to build more stuff, to eventually get a rocket and escape. I think is the okay. idea. You've got to build a rocket uh, yeah. in Factorio, haven't you? I don't yeah. think anyone actually builds the rocket. I think it's similar no. to RimWorld, where they just keep going and keep going and keep going until the bugs take over. It's more fun to keep playing, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. as you build more, you pollute the world more, and there's like the bugs that keep attacking you. They'll become more hostile. They'll mutate from all the pollution and become bigger and stronger. <laughs> and so you've got like this factory of all assembly lines. Eventually, there's a bit, Donald Trump coming to get you. Is that how? It went? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you a giant the orange wall. blob rolls down the map <laughs> with a blonde wig. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to build this wall and keep all the all the uh, <laughs> the natives out. <laughs> um, so. One more piece of little news. I just thought we ought to mention it. Valorant got released officially, you know, because it was been in uh, closed beta for so long, and then it was in open beta for like a day. It didn't seem even worth being in open beta, and then now it's released, and anyone can get it and download it after its long time of. You know, go and watch this Twitch streamer for 19 hours, and we'll give you a code. Which I hated all that shit. Um, but um, yeah, now it's now it's released. It's free to play, and you can go and get the game. Um, it's a CS type. Um, I don't know. Uh, Overwatch hybrid. Yeah, best, <laughs> best CS had a baby, and that's what way more does. CS than Overwatch thing. That's what I've yeah. heard it described as CS gunplay with Overwatch abilities. Yeah, they're not exactly. as good as Overwatch exactly what abilities, it is. though. No, it doesn't I play as nicely as Overwatch, in my opinion. I think I saw a meme where they called it League of CS Over Siege. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those t-shirts you get to upset people about, like, <laughs> may the force be with you, Captain Kirk, you, or whatever. You know, yeah, that kind use, of the, <laughs> use the force, Harry. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like all that stuff. Oh. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't play like a modern game. It feels old playing it. It feels like we're it playing does, Team Fortress and, or whatever, yep. or CS. It doesn't feel like a brand new, just released title. You know, no. I don't know why they've how they've managed to achieve that stale feeling about it. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it will. It would be mainly because they've copied the style play of. Let's be honest, the gun gaming of the way CS is, and CS is an old game. It, it has yeah. been out for a long time. It's you know when you, well, when you talk about as long PC as gaming. Tario's been in beta. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you talk about CS when you talk about PC gaming, you talk about CS. The first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. So it's been out that long, and that's what they've copied the style. If they'd copied, say, Rainbow Six or Overwatch itself and the way their gunfights are, it would feel more fresh and new. But because they've copied such an old and a game that is well loved, you know, it's See, I, it's what I, makes I, it feel stale. But then it just feels like they've literally just picked two ideas from top-selling games and gone. You know what? Stick it together and see what happens. And I'm going to get wrong. Actually... I actually enjoy playing it. Oh yeah, I don't me like, too. I don't. I don't like the abilities, and I completely get where you. It feels weird when you kill someone. It doesn't feel as satisfying as no. killing someone with CS or wiping a team on Overwatch. It doesn't feel as 
as you know oh wow yeah. i did that oh my I, god I, it just feels like I, I okay cool I was playing next. this girl that's got, gets a rocket launcher <clears throat> has her ultimate oh, ability yeah. so you have to build these alt points up and you can you may be going to get you know an alt every three rounds if you're lucky depending on the alt and um yeah, I fired this rocket launcher and it didn't do anything. Splash damage was minimal. I was like, this didn't feel like an ult at all. This was really like compared to Destiny or compared to Overwatch. You know, you, you get an ult and it's game changing. It can affect the whole win or lose scenario. That, you know, you're going to take a point or not. It, it really didn't. It didn't have that feeling. It was strange. Yeah. So it was really muted Overwatch elements with mainly CS backbone. Yeah, it's. I would say it's like eighty percent CS. Yeah. And only ten percent or five percent of Overwatch with other games dragged in, like even like Rainbow Six, you know, team-based style. It's all resolved around teamwork. You know, it's all them little bits and bobs brought in, and it doesn't feel like its own game. It just feels like you're playing a mixture of games at once. Which I might be wrong because find... I didn't think CS was going to be a hit, though. To be fair. Oh, when I first when I first played CS like four or five years ago. I know it didn't sound that long ago for, you know, some, but when I played it a long time ago, for me, it was, I didn't like it. I thought it was shit. I'll be honest, I really didn't like CS. Yeah. When I first like, played I'm, like PC. I'm, I'm still in that boat. <laughs> I just don't like it at all. It's definitely not for everyone, PC, but it's, I, it's I, not, I find no, it weird right. that, um, that what you just said there, Dave, where you, 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 you didn't think it was going to be a hit. Yeah, um, I really didn't. When it, I mean, I was a big gamer in 2012. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, well, I, didn't, cons- I looked at that and I was like, nah, I'm Counter- not Counter-Strike, in one form or another, had probably been around for 15 years at that point. As a franchise, it's one of the oldest PC gaming franchises there is. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> didn't, and, and, yeah, and well, it started I mean, I as a mod for console, Well, yeah. know, Amiga... So. Commodore 64s, you know, things like that. Then I got consoles, but yeah, it was when I was 22, 23, 24, or whatever. I had no, I just looked at that and I was like, nah, it's gonna be shit. That's when I was 32, <laughs> 33, 34. I looked at it again and thought it's still gonna be shit. And then no, now, November 9th, 2000 was the first Counter Strike release. Yeah, so I was 20 12, 12 years at that point. Then, so how long CSGO's been out? 12 years, yeah, oh, yeah. Release November ninth, wow. two thousand. It's almost twenty years it's been out for. But yeah, I, I can get where you're coming from. The Dave, when I first played it, I thought the game sucks. I can't believe anyone even plays it. And yeah. Now <laughs> I, I'm regretting everything. I, I I don't know why I said that. And now yeah, I don't we know why I like it. it. Yeah. I don't know why I like it. I just like it. It's one of I them. I think I like I'm the team I'm it. playing with. You know, I like maybe, playing maybe with maybe it's maybe the team or maybe seriously. it's the way I play. I don't know personally. I don't know what keeps bringing me back, but each time I play it, I get more and more hooked into playing more of it. I also which find is... I'm spending a lot of money on skins, which is annoying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up to six hundred dollars, or as the Steam calls at six hundred dollars, so close to you know five fifty now. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. <laughs> Help! Oh, Who would spend that much on cosmetics? Ha. <laughs> Millennials. Yes. How how much have you spent in your like mobile games and Warframe and? Yeah, how much have you spent on Warframe, Hat? That's just curiosity. Ah, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I would really like to know. I would, <laughs> I would hope it would make me feel better. <laughs> I've, I've got no idea. I, uh, I've got no idea. Actually, I, I really don't. Usually, it's like ah, eighty percent off. I'll buy some plat now. <laughs> I think I must have spent nearly eighty quid or a hundred quid on um, Star Citizen, you know, already. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got a Connie. 
I can find I out how coin. much you've spent <laughs> just from that. That's, that's more. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually thinking about it, I think I've probably spent 160. I mean, if you go into your... Oh, maybe it was oh, 300. Yeah. I well, well, I know, well, I know I paid 40 quid, 30, 40 quid for that pack way back whenever it was. Um, yeah, that, ca that came pack. with the FPS. For, yeah, the start pack that came with a really shitty ship and mm -hmm. the uh, the first person element of it. Yeah, Squadron 42. Yeah, Squadron 42. And then I spent like another 120, 130 on that Freelancer. So, and, I'm, and I know I've got another 40 or 50 lined up to spend to upgrade both of those ships. Bearing in mind, I bought the Constellation in like 2014, so it was a long time ago. According to the wiki, it hasn't changed price since its initial concept. Yeah. So, ooh, okay. Uh, is yours just the drama? I take it. Yeah. There never used to be any others back then. That's the start of the package. Uh, the standalone Andromeda is £216. If you bought it, it is a pack you can buy it in, which gives you like a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, so I've definitely spent 300 It's a uh, 264 for the whole package with all the different shit in. And I don't even play that game yet. <laughs> you should join us. <laughs> you will be because so you're taking, cause you're taking part it. in the in the Carrick vs. Carrick. Yeah, no, I need to... Well, I don't know. If I can even get installed in time for that. We need you. But, yeah. Uh, okay. So, I'll flip these around just so we get a, a change up. We're going to talk about Ubisoft and Destiny 2. So I'll do Ubisoft first. Okay. Uh, it's probably a smaller topic. <laughs> yeah, because it's a bit smaller, and you know I'll run the clock. We're at thirty-two minutes, so you know I'm aware of this, listeners, and your you know commute to work. So um, does I assume everyone remembers Trackmania from years and years ago? Mm -hmm. I never played out, it, like, but I saw a, a long, long, yeah, long time ago. It was like a uh, Sega game, wasn't it originally? Did they buy it, it off Sega? <sighs> I remember there was one there was one I used to play loads of on Steam because it was free and you could make your own amazing tracks. Um, the video game series, Trackmania. I want to uh, say Nadio, the Nadio or The original one. When did it come out? Nadio, was, yes, it was released in 2003 in France and the UK and then 2004 for the rest of the world. Wow, okay. So what's changed since then? I mean, obviously it's been bought by Ubisoft. It wasn't always an Ubisoft title. Uh, I can probably find when it was bought by it. I don't know. I, I never really played the series. I've just seen yeah, like yeah, stupid yeah. things where people just have like the setup a route that you just press W and your car flips six million times. Focus Home Interactive and Ubisoft together co-published it. Trackmania Nations forever. Whatever that that was a long time ago. Maybe it has always been an Ubisoft title, you know. I might have been wrong. But uh, a lot of different... you, you, Ubisoft S bought Nadio, the devs, um, in 2009. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. so it's been... So Ubisoft have been publishing it uh, with Nadio developing it for quite a long time, it would seem. Probably Trackmania so, 2. Yeah, so the idea Trackmania of a subscription two, but... model... In computer gaming, is it? It's not unheard of. No. You know, you could look at games like Eve Online, who have been doing a subscription model for a long time, or World of Warcraft. You know, so you know, Ubisoft trying to use the subscription model is not 
that out there, right? Or am I wrong? No, it's, 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 it's been used before. A lot of games yeah. do it. I mean, like, say, even like a lot of modern games have it. I think a lot of MMOs still have it, although more of them are going free to play. But why is this not actually a subscription model? It is one. Uh, uh, so, I'm going to say, Ian, describe what a subscription is. Uh, I don't know. You pay money to get constant ongoing access to something? Would you say like, that it's so, access... So your, so, your, so your internet is subscription. You pay a, <laughs> you pay a periodic fee and you get access to, to, the, to the internet from that provider. Same with your mobile phone. So... Say uh, all the other games in this have been you buy the game, you've got the game, and then I imagine they've released DLC or like additional content as it's went on. This one is you buy you get the game for free, the base game quotation marks for free, but to get access to the track editor, you need to pay ten dollars a year to actually get field oh, sorry full access to the track editor. Don't know what that means. Like how much they've actually cut out of it. Yeah, how much are they hiding behind that paywall? Yeah, and then there's a higher tier called Club Access, which costs thirty dollars a year and gets exclusive rewards, racing leagues, <laughs> and other bits. Is the you know most what? vaguest terms you can say. If if you're big into your racing games, that's actually not bad. Nintendo Online is what twenty dollars a year, twenty quid a year. Mm. I mean. World of Warcraft is still a tenner a month. I With see the whole point here is you could make your own track and submit it, yes. and then it could be downloaded. One of the, one of the biggest draws but, but, but of you this could game, do that I think. In older, yeah, in older ones, and it's like, they've put a ten, like, say what, they're going to charge 40 quid for it? Sort of. Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's not bad for 10 years, but, like, it's a, they're not bad for a year, but, you know, if they're going to keep adding to it, eventually it's going to get to the point where, even if you're just doing the track editor, it's going to start costing more. And yeah. I suppose whether or not get... it's worth it depends. Yeah. Like, it's, it's await more information, see what, what is actually yeah. being hidden, what you can and can't actually do. It could be worse. It could be FIFA, and they could just yeah. have to buy another oh, Trackmania God. every yeah, fucking year. I mean, that is true. <laughs> That's, I mean, you just... Think... Sorry, what going to say? Mor I'm just saying it's moronic, that, mm. that isn't it? I don't know what, uh, how else to describe it. The same game every year for 40 quid. Yeah, true. But don't don't most people do that for cards? Not much different. For, for yeah, but it's not really the same shooting. game, is it? There's a lot. Of, there it's is very a lot similar. Of Sorry, cards. It's, it's, it's very it's, similar. Yeah, it's like, why I stopped get, stopped playing it. Well, I, yeah. I kind of just grew out of uh, the sort of card game. War, Warzone is the only ones. one I've played since the since like mm -hmm. the original ones. Um, and I'm actually having quite a lot a of fun on it. Blackouts. Yeah, I enjoy it, but at the same time, I think. I would be enjoying this more if it had like any other games gunplay than Call of Duty. I see you on it very rarely, Hat. Maybe when yeah. certain people are online, you play with them. Yeah, pretty but much. Otherwise, you, you're pretty much not really on it. You know, you know. Like I enjoy it, but after a certain amount of time, when like you went up against the sixth kid who's on, who's got ADHD and is on Ritterall. Um, <laughs> and it's just like I, li I like how, I like how you combine Ritalin with Adderall players. Adderall, whatever, yeah, whatever it's called. I've had a few ciders by now, um, and just you just like you know what? I'm too old for this now. Yeah, I'm go I'm gonna go and I'm gonna play my Tarkov and I'm gonna play my Siege. 
And I'm going to well, let that, my auto take control there. Isn't Tarkov just had a patch, or is it about to get one? Uh, it's, it's had a wipe. I don't know what the. I'm just grabbing my bottle of wine. I'll be a second. Carry on. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just had a wipe? Has it had? It's wiped, but that usually comes with a big patch. I am not sure what the latest uh, thing is. I'll have a quick look at the patch notes. Anything new? God, I can't even see anything. Uh, I'll have a look right. and see that while we talk about other stuff. Uh, my, get... um, wait a minute, it gets upgraded. I might re-download that then. I'm back. Right, I'm back. Uh, getting back to the Ubisoft thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, kind of, sorry yeah. um, I think what's rubbed people the wrong way with this is Ubisoft coming out and saying, actually, it's not a subscription model. But an access to the game for the li for a limited time, you pay for having access to the game for one period, and that's it. When the time's over, you have to buy it again for the time you want to access it again, which is a subscription. If they've done it, a, <laughs> that's a lot yeah, of words yeah. to this. Yeah, I feel like it's a badly translated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you could you could see it with WoW is like oh. You get access to it for a month, and once that month is up, you have to buy it again. A.K.A. a subscription. You could say that you might <laughs> renew your payment, so you buy the game again at the end of the day when you've run out. Like uh, a subscription. Final Fantasy have had a very successful model for that for a long time, haven't they, as well? You know, I can see why they want to do it. Ubisoft is struggling for money, man. Oh, yeah. they, need these, they need some ongoing... They need to be showing their investors, I imagine, or the shareholders, that they've got oh, plans yeah. for continued reinvestment. You know, because yeah, what, a few podcasts back, and I can't remember which one it was, and I could probably this find it. Right to us through. at Pier Box, yeah. Hats Face forward slash <laughs> yes. Now Now Now, if and I tell I us which podcast it was. All of my notes, I would be able to find it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we did talk about Ubisoft pushing back two or three of the games. I think it was. Yeah. At the, I think it was at the start of the coronavirus, or was it the start of the year? But they they've pushed everything into yeah. this year, or at least twenty twenty was going to be a really big year mm. for them. Whether or not it's still going to be such a big year, I don't know. But um, you know, they had a lot of games launching this year. A lot. I mean, you got all of their major expansions and titles are all happening. So we'll see. We'll see if it can save them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so our final story, because it's forty-one minutes, and we'll see. Now, Ian, you used to play Destiny, but you don't anymore. Hmm. You've played Destiny a long time ago, but you don't really play uh, anymore. I played it all like when it released. I got it on launch, and I played it all the way through the story, and then lost interest once the story had concluded because I didn't enjoy how it ended. I, no, so I just quit. <laughs> No one, it, no one understands the story apart from Bife, he's like a YouTuber that worked it all out, but nobody else does. Um, so in our community, we've got uh, Dan, whose name currently is something else like Pot. Yep, in our, Pot, in our Discord, yeah. he plays it or has played it, and also Chad uh, has played it quite a bit. But the main person, the hardcoreian here. Is uh, Dusty J, aka well, Jimmy Little Jimmy. Stepped in. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we he's he's uh, he plays it even more than I do. I used to play it a lot, but he plays it more than I do now. 
and he's a big part of the Missy Sniper community, and she's a mainstream streamer with just streaming pretty much Destiny exclusively, right? Yeah. So, um, what what? That's what she mainly does, yeah. Yeah, and then so what happened this week was Destiny Two did a live stream where they promoted a new expansion that they'd like us all to, you know, uh, be excited for that's coming out right now, but then the future. So what's going to yes. happen it, every year, if you don't know, pretty much uh, you look at around October time for Destiny 2 release the next version of Destiny 2. Or in the past, it could have even been Destiny to Destiny 2 or Destiny 2 to even Destiny 3. But what they've made an announcement. Yeah, they've made an announcement this week and they've said that we're not doing Destiny 3. It's not happening. Not in a bad way, necessarily, but they've just said that's not what they've decided to take as the route for the game. And they've said that this this autumn, you can buy into a new expansion for Destiny 2 called Beyond Light. And then at the same time in 2021, you can buy into another one called The Witch Queen. And then finally in 2022, you can buy into a third one called Lightfall. And they have, it's really weird for a game developer to give us this kind of roadmap leading up to winter 2022. Um, I've never seen anyone ever do that before, you know. So I thought it was quite unusual to see that from them and to talk about the way they're committing to Destiny 2 and not trying to turn up out another game. You know, they're just going to keep evolving what they've already got. Um, what did you think, Jay? So um, a lot of us actually gathered around in the same call and we were waiting for the stream. So we watched the stream together and a lot of people's opinions. I was there. I, I yes, you were. I personally think this is the best thing Bungie could have come out and said for Destiny 2 right now. So for, with the, Destiny for the health wanted, of the game. For the health of the game, oh yeah. Very much it, it needed this sort of reassuring for any hardcore players, any casual players, or any people who just dabble a little bit into, you know, every now and again they'll, they'll play a few missions and then go off again. Any of these players can have fun now. That's what they're trying to push for. And they've learnt their lesson. D1... Uh, it was the very first one, obviously. Destiny 1, obviously. Um, and there was a lot of grinding in it. There was a lot of doing exotic quest lines and getting all these cool raids you did and all this cool loot. And then you spent hours getting the perfect character. And then D2 came out and all that went down the drain. Literally, none of it came across. And uh, their answer for that was they wanted to try something new. So people stepped through. And Destiny 2's launch more or less flopped. It, it didn't do too well. So... Again, they brought some more DLCs out, and finally, they brought the Forsaken out, which is where it all kicked off again. Everything became, yep. wow, they've, they've, they've actually tried. But then Bungie was in this whole argument with Activision about rights and who does this with the game, and they were Activision were more about making money, and Bungie were more about trying to please the fans, and they ended up splitting through the, uh, the lawsuit. So from then, the, the content for Destiny has been quite... Abysmal. It's been quite crap, let's be honest here. Oh, yeah. Basic way to put it. It's been terrible. There's not been much to do. It's been too focused on one sole objective instead of giving you an actual season. Now, each season lasts three months, 90 days or so. So you're in it for quite a while. You're not in it for, you know, a couple of weeks and then the next the next season comes out. It's, it's there for 90 days, three months to do the same thing. It's got to be quite interesting. And this season, well, the season just had then, sorry, failed. It was too focused on bounties and it was just rinse and repeat the same thing every day the new bounties will come out you do them you play and it got quite boring but the new season they've just brought out which is the beyond light which is coming out 
in September, and then The Witch Queen, which follows on some of the old uh, lore that has been basically been forgotten about until now, and then The Lightfall. The Lightfall we don't know too much about, but The Queen, The Witch Queen, we have a lot of a lot of speculation due to the lore. A lot of the lore lovers out there will uh, look through and they'll find, and The Witch Queen is. Um, uh, another part of the I, I call them the Oryx family so the Taking King which was Oryx the son which was Crota these are all from the D1 raids she is basically the uh, queen of God of War so she thrives she's one of their sisters isn't she yes so she's one of the sisters so she thrives on she's one of the strongest ones so anytime some sort of war act or something along these lines I'm pretty sure that's right but some, uh, something along them lines goes right and she likes it it makes us stronger now because we are guardians and we fight all these different bosses and different mobs and we kill people we kill guardians in the pvp arenas that thrives her and makes her stronger because any type of war or fighting empowers her so we're basically making some super god here so the whole way they're doing it is to try and finish up this this whole segment to lead into the new the, the newest dlc which will be uh, coming out in 2022 which is the lightfall now we don't know too much about it but what we do know is something to do with these things called the pyramids. So that's as much. AKA as we the Doritos. AKA the, the Doritos. Ominous triangles. Everyone's seen the memes. The triangles. Um, ominous the Doritos, dark triangles. Yeah. The Toberones, so Everything. There's there's a lot of names for them. So that was. They that. dropped a couple of really cool like uh, full motion video type stuff or whatever. They were, they were I don't know what graphic montages. They were really nice. And they talked oh, yeah, they about the whole nice. concept. Really well done. And they talked about the concept of light and dark so it seems to me and there's also been some hinting towards this with what they mentioned for coming in um later this year in beyond light as an expansion that you can buy is that they're going to add another subclass to us guardians yes, so whether you're, you're yes. a warlock a titan or a hunter at the moment you've got three things to choose from arc void or uh singe solar. or solar. solar yeah so you got those three elements and um each one of those three elements has got three trees and what they're bringing now is they're bringing a new one, which we don't really know what it's going to exactly new do, element, but it's new icy. Three new trees. That's what we've It's got frostiness gathered. to it. Yeah, it's got frost. But then people are thinking, is it the darkness? So are you going to have to choose? Do you choose the darkness and lose your other abilities? There's a lot of there's a lot of ways this could go, but if the way Bungie, I would assume Bungie would do it, would be you get all four subclasses, you basically can pick what you want. So along with that, they've also announced how they're not wanting to do D3 and their reason behind that which I think was the best thing they could have done is they didn't want to quit D2 so the way they would have had to done it would be completely abandon D1 servers that'd have to go in the bin because it'd be too much resources coming off them for someone barely little game players so right now they're still somewhat supporting I say the servers more than anything they don't give updates for D1 but you get server you know freshments and stuff to keep the servers going for people to play D1 so a lot of people still do but if they went to say D3, they would have to completely scrap D1. D2 would basically be put on ice like D1 was. So this was them to try and keep a lot of the fan base happy, to keep a lot of the people in, and to bring new players in. So they've also said about them removing content. So people were like, what do you mean content? So when D2 came out, you had your basic maps. You got Mars, Io, Titan, Mercury. You got the Labyrinth Raid. Which all came with their start of Destiny 2, and they're going to start recycling it. So they're going to use D1 stuff 
to bring out and bring out like the Cosmodrome back. That's coming back. That's a that was an old place on the Earth, the EDZ as people call it at the moment. So they're bringing back some content from D1. There's some new raids coming, obviously, but there'll be some old raids coming, like the Vault of Glass, which was the most loved raid from well the whole of the games until now. So they got that coming back. They've got some other raids coming back from D1. So they're trying to bring as much stuff as the people actually liked back into D2 to give people a bit of nostalgia along with, I would assume, fighting back for your old, you know, your this, old bosses, um, your old this, your old that. This whole nice. DCV, this Destiny content vault. Yeah. The, this whole concept, and, uh, you know, I'm bringing this Ian and Hat in here. Like, can you think of other games that have ever existed where the game's been around for so long that they've said, oh, we're going to take these maps or we're going to take this content or locations or whatever it is and get rid of them. But not forever. That, yeah. So Warframe yeah. does this. Warframe yeah. does a lot of this. They hide, uh, so they'll, they'll, they'll it's have a It's slightly stent, different, though. It's not oh, like... It? the It's like they've got the vault, the like the primes, which are essentially a slightly stronger variant of the Warframes. They're relics that you can use to farm, so you pretty much you could use a relic in a certain that mission. That sounds like a gameplay get... mechanic, though, yeah. rather than content. It's just, yeah, it's a way to get it. It'll cycle through, but you can still, you know, use the plot you get to buy it off of the players. The whole market aspect, you can still... There's so much of it that there is... You can readily get it. It'll go up in price when it goes vaulted, sure, but you'll still be able to, like, work, to way, work towards it in some way. So you said something there. You said when it goes vaulted. Yeah, vaulted is pretty much... They've got a loot pool, which I think is four primes. So every time a prime comes out, there'll uh, be the Warframe prime and then two prime weapons that they come with. So they'll have relics that, you know, like, you, that you farm and they'll be in the loot tables for there. And then once a new one comes out, the oldest one will be vaulted and that's um, every now and then they will unvault two of them. And put them back in the loot table for a certain amount of time to be able to get those parts. So that, that makes recycled. me think. I wonder whether Destiny would be vaulting and unvaulting certain weapons and armor that comes from those locations. Well, the so, said the said that sorry, I'm I'm interrupting the Destiny yeah, experts here. Uh, they have fine. said that they're they're going to change it so there is new ways to earn exotics from the content that has been added to the Destiny content vault. Which seems to me that, like, if I remember right, exotics are like the end game sort of weapons, aren't they? They're like unique Pretty weapons. Pretty much, they're the best yeah. weapons, but yeah, you can't equip more than one yeah. of them at a time. Yeah. The, but. It seems to me like they're going to kind of change them into like little quests to get them or take them out and then have these sort of like. I know it's. I've heard people talking about apparently they're going to have an NPC that you access the vault through. Oh, okay. So does that mean that it's that is it just going to be like the main quests? The whole removing of planets seems odd to me. Like, so yeah, it's a really what? weird way of doing things because, like, obviously the gameplay right now we're used to going and doing the moon for some stuff. We go and the, and the moon was in D one, yeah. and then it wasn't in D two, but then one of the big expansions for D two introduced the moon, so they added the moon back into D two. And then, okay, yeah. that's just fun. We're back on the moon again. This is lovely. But obviously they're going to take it away again. Mm. Uh, it, so the it's way, just, it, it seems weird. So they've they've actually given a reason for this. So their 
the way they've seen it is they don't want their game to be 250 gigs. They said if every time they had new content, it would add up on the gig side of the map. So they say their idea now for the way this works, if you imagine the Beyond, the Witch Queen, and the Lightfall, all three of these separate DLCs that are going to be huge. So the Forsaken was about 60 gigs, you know, same with the Shadow Keep, and the next one's going to be just as big. If you imagine all these come together, the, the, the game size would be about three, 400 gigs. So right now on console, it's approaching... I think he says like 130 gigs at the moment. I think he said it was the maximum they were allowed, didn't he, or something like uh, that. So yeah, obviously it was, it was a, close to what to they were allowed. With, yeah. So this is so, consoles holding back PC content, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah, it will. It, it could be, yeah. It could be because the console don't want them to have select that much room over the PC or like the console whatever ships it may be. Maybe a one terabyte hard drive or whatever. And yeah, they can't have a like 400 300. gig game. Yeah, yeah, if you're a 400 gig game, you've taken half of the. Because all standard consoles are 500 or a terabyte. You've taken yeah. up uh, nearly half of a terabyte, or you've taken up the whole of their storage. I mean, they can't get any updates. So I can see why the consoles have done that, but the way Destiny's got around it is by they'll cycle out the old consoles. They'll, they'll go through, say, 20 different activities that people play the most. They'll find out, say, IO and Titan are never used maps. Never. People never go there unless they have to. They'll get rid of it for a bit. They'll bring other stuff in to replace it. And then, say, six months down the line, seven months down the line, certain things start to slag they'll go okay well we'll revamp titan we'll add some extra stuff in there we'll do some different bits different this you spawn at a different location we'll add a storyline in that reasons why we're now going back to io or titan or wherever they've got rid of and this basically gives you a new you know a new sense to go there again so like the cosmodrome we haven't been to the cosmodrome since the end of d1 we still go to earth but it's a complete different place it's called the edz has different locations but the cosmodrome you can actually see from the tower in the distance where you first started out so this for me personally is nice because now we're going to get old stuff that we've never had we've not had in the new the new game yet revamped redesigned reinvigorated and new content technically i know it's recycled and a lot of people will complain oh why can't they make new stuff but the timelines they're given it's a year between each major update and that in that meantime they've still got to make sub content to you know keep you going otherwise it's just one game every year basically you might as well just do d1 d2 d3 destiny to be on the light destiny witch queen you know so on and so forth so this way it gives people you know yes your main content will be to be on the light but six weeks later you'll have something from the cosmodrome that comes back that was not there before to go there for a secret mission or a secret quest line or whatnot so i get why they've done it it's to heed to the cap that console are giving them right now because pc has none you go as big as you want on pc and it makes no difference but for console it's capped so that's kind of what the i personally see is what they're trying to do it's, yeah i mean i think the like... content vault's a shame generally but yeah, it won't be because it'll like, probably be implemented well like i mean coming from something like warframe which has been what it's been released for seven years now and the only thing they've actually ever took out is like when the vault primes so they don't dilute the loot pool but they keep bringing right, them back okay. and put them in. but they've never actually removed missions or maps for example i mean I think a couple of days ago, a big patch just came out for Warframe, which is completely revamped. Like, they just redid a whole area just to kind of bring it up to sort of modern Warframe standards for a whole, like, because it's all made up with piles. They've done that, added more stuff in, a new quest line, a new frame, but I, they've never done anything like this. 
and they've oh, been yeah, going games, what like I don't think any game seven plus years and that like I don't know just it it's it's weird with us like I don't know why they would do it it, it kind of makes the game feel smaller to me instead of expanding oh, yeah. it on top of each other it does mm. feel smaller but the fact that they've said it will come back as mm. well it's not going to yeah. be gone forever does give you the sense okay so yes I missed out playing on the, the Titan for so long mm. but did I really go Titan not really so when they bring it back Titan's going to look different hopefully and it'll have fewer things it'll make me go back to them because I'll be honest with you the only times I ever go to Io or Titan or Mercury or even Mars is when there's something I need to go do there the very little really like time I'll go there if, I, I'll never go there for just going there to go, you know, kill No, but you shit. don't realise that if when you're playing the Strikes playlist, you're playing Strikes on Titan and Strikes from... Oh, yeah, obviously, from but... What, which technically Titans... wouldn't be available. True, but would they bring other things in then? Because don't forget with the new expansion, when Forsaken mm. came out, there was, what, 30 yeah. new Strikes or 25 new Strikes that came with it? But still remove recycled it. old it's... Strikes, so are they going to replace it with new stuff? We don't know, they haven't said, but I know this is down to the... Well, the, the the DCV is down to something to do with the restrictions they're getting. Now, I yeah, don't know I know they're using they're a gigabytes. smaller company. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's because they're a smaller company than say Activision, who are, let's say, one of the giants, or Ubisoft, who are one of the giants, or any of these other big boy companies, EA or whoever. They have a bigger limitation. They can have more stuff in their game and use more space on a console. Because let's be honest here, what what's Call of Duty now? They've got to be beach breaching over 160 with this last update. Oh, the two hundred. Two hundred. So why? So there must be a reason why these bigger boy giants can do with them, and it'll be down to how much they probably pay. Bungie, let's be honest. Bungie is now solo, so they're not a corporate mega anymore. So they're do you think there's a console conversation between Sony or Microsoft where Bungie's like, we're going to launch a game on Xbox and PlayStation, and it's going to be two hundred gig, and yeah, Microsoft reckon, says, I... okay, if you want to launch a two hundred gig game on our console. You got to pay this much premium. Yeah, it'll be you got to either do this much premium, or you've got to put your sales to this. And we want, like Steam, take five percent or ten percent of whatever the sales is for every game. They were like, we want twenty five percent. Well, Bungie goes, well, no. But Steam right, don't take that five percent because they care about how big the games in gigabytes. Oh yeah, is. I know. It's just to support their thing. But I'm using that as an argument. State that's what Bungie, oh, the consoles could be doing because that's what they said. They're limited to the reason how much they can use, and they don't want to mm. breach how big the game is. I don't know if it was solely around that if it's because they don't want it to be taken so long you know people who have got bad no no we, we obviously don't know the truth i feel exactly. like we don't know the exact truth yeah. but i'm sure there's some sort of meaning behind it because if everyone else can do it why can't they so there'll be a reason behind it i personally i personally think it'll be something to do with restrictions on how big a game file can be yeah more looking than at looking on steam it says uh storage 105 gig required for destiny yeah yeah Say if, if I go to the Warframe, I always go back to Warframe because that's my closest comparison that I've got. It's there. a really good comparison, yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, sec. What was it? I think it was like thirty-five gig for Warframe. Wow, it's very really thirty-five gigs for how much stuff they've got. Yeah, seven like, years worth thing. All the whole Railjack stuff. They've got like the same sort of uh, like the season pass and Destiny. They've got a similar thing thing to that in Warframe, but it's like big stories the latest one is uh you like investigations where you go into like a void area and you have like crime scene investigate and put it all together um yeah 35 gig 35 gig well, that's that's amazing that, that for those like, to be honest it... in warframes that size for the, how big the game feels mm. but 
130 gig or 105 gigs on Destiny, 35 gigs on Warframe. Warframe can go as big as they want and yeah. get rid of nothing. If, is if it... there is a cap, is what mm. it sounded like they were saying. But we don't know about that until I mean, Trump publishes I... the truth. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a game dev, so I don't know what like would be taking it up. Would it just be like textures, sounds? HD in Destiny, there is every action, there's yeah. a noise for every mm. movement, there's a sound. If you walk over, say, dirt, it has a different sound to us if you're walking over high. So, like, so sound, files are, sound files are nothing. We're talking small megabytes. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Your, your problem, the, with, with these bigger games now, and I've just I've just looked there, Warzone, um, I own the own Warzone, I don't have the base game, it's 95 So in, so, inside a card, that's only one part of the whole game, isn't it? Yeah, and, and that's 95 gigabytes for just, <laughs> just the battle royale um it doesn't seem that, that, much that, that. that can, i can almost guarantee a lot of that is from the massive size of textures and i yeah. bet and i bet there is absolutely or very little optimization going on with these big games coming out on pc yeah that's what i'm thinking everyone's got fast internet and storage is cheap and abundant it yeah, doesn't it matter is. as much as it is. is it doesn't yeah. matter as much as it used to. Specifically Four terabytes PC. is like a hundred yeah. quid. I see, yeah, yeah, I picked I, up I, a I just looked six up or that, seven uh, terabyte for like hundred twenty, and it wasn't. Even World that of hard, Warcraft. It was one of the top ones. World of Warcraft is seventy gigabytes right now, and wow, how old is that game? Fifteen years. Yeah, at least. fifteen. So, yeah. So, and that's seventy gig. But then, but it would have started out being tiny though. Do you remember back yeah. in the day when it first launched? It would have been nothing. You know, so when you I, mentioned I, stuff about taking content out and putting it back, that was, that, I mean, what Warcraft done is what Warcraft did was very strange. They when they they started by adding and adding and adding, like they added the Burning Crusade and then they added Wrath of the Lich King, and then when the Cataclysm expansion came out, they just redesigned the entire game world, like all of it. They didn't take anything out, but it, everything got redesigned. Everything was different, and it got a big refresh. And then they've added and added and added and added. And then what did they do last year? Classic. They used the original game back in if you just want to play that without the expansions. As a separate. Maybe this is what Bungie's <laughs> so doing. They're going to take the old content out, spend a couple, they of, sell weeks, you D1 a couple again. of months on yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to sell you already, D1 again. They've already said that the <laughs> Destiny content vault will have all the content from Destiny 1. Which Destiny makes sense. Maybe. Like, the, like, say, like, if it is a space yeah. issue. How come they can suddenly add the whole of Destiny One's content? So can they? Can they? Yeah, exactly. So is that some sort of different access that you want to pay for? You're like, oh, I want to be able to download that to my and play it offline, mm. offline mode. It's weird. It is very yeah. weird, and they they didn't really explain on it, and there was no one, no one who all the the YouTubers or the Twitch streamers that were being interviewed. With no one knows. No yeah. one asked them questions. It was, are we gonna get these cool shaders? Like, yeah, you know, none of the proper questions were ever answered. Yeah. So, well, they're probably pre. pre um, yeah, probably like. Questions. Oh, you, yeah. They'll you probably can, ask, you can ask these. Questions. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, but the one thing they did ask was cross-play, and they said PlayStation Four, Xbox One, the new PS Five, and whatever the new Xbox is called, and PC will all be able to play together. That's PvP. Not that's until twenty twenty one. Winter twenty twenty one. With twenty twenty one, when the the Witch Queen comes out, that'll be the late, earliest it'll be released. Yeah. So if that does happen. Props to them. They'll be one of the main. They also first... said that it was fine to upgrade from old console to new console without any losses, and you'll be yes. able to play early straight away. So as on as of this year, you'll be able to play between consoles of the same manufacturer. Yep. So Microsoft can play with 
you know different generations of Microsoft console. Yep, and um, the PS4 with the PS5. But that brings up a lot of controversy. The PS5 is now in 60 FPS. The PS4 is only in 30. That advantage is quite substantial when it comes to two competitive players. How they're going to sort that out? So there's a lot of things to. It. But I, I'm looking forward to it personally. I think oh, this well, is the it's best thing. Breathing life yeah. into the game that me and you both like, which is great. Yeah, it's it's it feels like they actually are now listening, and they're actually going right. Okay, we've we've lost a lot of fans, so let's do that. And I'll be honest with you, the stream for the Beyond the Light, which was only what an hour, two hours long, had more views on Twitch than anything else on that day. It had broke records. So props to Destiny. It shows that they have a player base. But can they keep it? That's the main thing. Well, everyone all depends fall back on to how Call of Duty, <laughs> yeah. fall back all to the, other games. All depends on how they implement. I didn't yeah, just have a look exactly. up there. Uh, speaking of file size, Star Citizen is only sixty gig. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And, no, and, there aren't and, one company that's famous with big textures. It would be them, wouldn't it? Yeah, really? like the, Star Citizen has the most detailed noodles. That are just random props in noodle, but like it's like Jesus, yeah, that is some shit. high definition food that I cannot eat and is just sitting there in the fucking station as background textures. Yeah, yeah. Something that Star Citizen have done is lots of repetition. It's an extremely mm. high detailed noodle, but it's the same one over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's and it's the same with the planets. The re- the reason the planet the reason the planets are as they are is because of the the way they've done it. The entire planet isn't textured. Um, it sort of it generates as you fly into it, doesn't it? And it just repeats. Yeah. It, re- it repeats Dynamic. like a pattern. So. I imagine there's some clever compression well, that can it, use oh, the fact that it's the same it, thing it, over and over again. It depends on which planet it goes to, because if you look at, say, Microtech, which has like different biomes in it, that's the yes. latest planet tech. If you look at some of the yeah. older planets, you can see when it was like, like say, Damar and that, it's like the Planet Tech V1. It's uh, is sort of it's a big difference between the two, so I guess as they update that, we'll see how it increases. But I think still the latest predictions is about 120 gigs. They're looking at launch, so whether they're still just still nothing ex- really. Yeah. If they've been happy with experts, that game being 500 gig. Yeah, if they're just experts at compression, I don't know if if that's something that just Bungie well, just they, don't know how to compress the Maybe they're not making the you have it on or... your computer. Yeah, maybe. maybe a lot of the stuff is in the server. See, so yeah, we'll probably never know because yep. none of us are. Game dev, so we don't really know no. how much of this. Well, that's an hour and eight minutes at least, guys. So, you know, Enjoy we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, thanks, Viv. And maybe Specky. I don't know, you know. He's the other maybe listener. Pot, but, I hope um, you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're all well. And uh, you've not been COVID. And if you have been COVID, you've come out the other end of it. Um, like we all have, at least. And then, um, just a quick... On one on Altland, there's no new news, new news. So we're just we're basically waiting on to see what the government say. I mean, this week they've announced weddings of ten people can go ahead, um, which is not enough for us to be able to put an Altland on. So um, what if it was four weddings of ten people? Yeah, so would it be one funeral? No, I don't know. It, I mean, at the moment we can't put it on probably, but um, it's still a while away. It's it's planned for the end of July, so. We've still got six weeks at least for it to, things to turn around and tickets are available. If you uh, do buy a ticket and you're worried about July, don't worry. Your ticket can be transferred to another event. We've also got Halloween booked at the same venue, which we'll, I'd have thought, hopefully be able to go ahead, 
even if July can't. So um, that's where we are with that. Uh, anything else from you guys? Sorry? Altland.co.uk Altland.co.uk yes. If you want and to join us in the Discord, you're free to yes. join. It's on the website. <laughs> yeah, uh, altgaming.uk as well is where you'll find this podcast, which you have already found. But yeah, we are also there, and um, links to the Discord are there as well. And um, yeah, come and join us. Once you're in the Discord, you can get allotted a slot. So we've got people from NT in here as a clan. We've got EHD Gaming in here. We've got Missy Snipers group of people in here. We've got the Shiny Land guys in here. We've got all these different communities, and we can sort you out and give you your own color and everything if you've got some you and your friends that want to join and be part of what we do. We do quizzes nearly every weekend at the moment. Uh, I'm not sure how long that's going to go on for, but Chart's getting excited about one for this weekend. We should all play a big um, joke on him where we all go sit in a different channel. Yeah, <laughs> leave him to do the quiz on his own. If, uh, but, uh, yeah. if you're interested in watching a bunch of idiots fight each other in capital ships, Viv on his channel Vivamod on YouTube will be uploading the footage from that. So uh, that expect that in the next like next week. We'll yeah, we'll let you we know at the next podcast if it's up. It should be. It moves quite quick when it comes to uploading stuff like that. So. And we can always stick a link in the Discord, and, mm-hmm. you know, if needed be. But yeah. So other than that, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time, sort of towards the end of June, and uh, we'll have another podcast for you. So um, yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for coming out. Always happy to be here as always. And, and uh, night, I'll everyone. see you next time. Bye. Bye.